Hello, you are listening to Something to Hold On To, episode number six. I am Carrie Pike, creator of Carrie Bears, and today I'd like to tell you a little bit about my dad. My dad died 24 years ago this month, and today would have been his 90th birthday. So, happy birthday to my dad in heaven. It is crazy to think that has been so long without him, and yet I know all of you who have lost a parent recently or a long time ago, it just seems like they're always there, and then when they're not, they're still there somehow. There have been so many times when I have been thinking about my dad, and I just feel him close, and then there's times where... I want him to be close, and he's not right there. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my dad. Growing up, I was a little bit afraid of my dad. He was quite gruff, I would say. He had a bit of a bark that was loud and fearsome, I thought. But as I grew older, I came to realize that he was just really a big teddy bear inside he he taught me a lot of things as parents do and i thought a little bit about some of the funny things that remind me of him he loved clam dip and ruffles potato chips and he influenced me to love that too he also loved fishing and he and a friend would come and take me early early in the morning and we would go fishing I remember I did not like the worms. Anyway, he would take care of that for me. He also woke me up early to go play tennis. He loved playing tennis. In fact, he lettered in it in college. And he was really patient with me when we played tennis and just really taught me the game. I don't play tennis great now and never really picked it up really well, but it's a fun memory that he taught me how to play tennis. He worked really, really hard. He was an electrician or an electrical engineer by trade, and he worked long days and a lot of physical labor, and he would come home really tired and take a break and take a nap. He woke up. He was a morning person. I did get that from him because I love mornings, and he he taught me to love the sun rising in the morning, and he also taught me how to relax a little bit. After a good long day, he um, had a really contagious laugh. When he laughed, it made you laugh. I guess maybe that's most people, but there was one time when he was sleeping. We thought, I think he really was sleeping, and he must have been dreaming that he was Santa. It was around Christmas time or November maybe even, but he was he must have been dreaming because we kept hearing these noises through the door of the bedroom like ho 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 and anyway it was really really um a fun memory one thing after he passed away he always had a big chair in our living room that he loved you know one of those recliners that you could put your feet out on and after he passed away I remember specifically that Christmas that first Christmas my mom put a beautiful Santa Afghan on the chair where he used to sit. 
and it just made me think of him. He loved my mom. He really, really loved and loves my mom. He had sometimes a little bit, uh, he would tease her a lot. (laughs) And I think sometimes when I was younger, I would think that maybe that wasn't, I guess it was just his way. It was just his way of being fun and loving her, but he really, really loved her. In fact, we were talking the other day, and one thing she told me that he would always do that she really missed and misses today is that he would go out in the morning and pick a rose or cut a rose from one of our rose bushes out in the in the yard or the garden, and he'd put it in a vase on the table before he'd go to work. She just... There are so many little things that she said that he would do and say that she misses. I grew up in a family with one brother. My oldest sibling is my brother and four other sisters, three in between my brother and I, and then one younger. And we all, we there's a little bit of a gap. So me to my next sister is about 10 years and... So it was almost a little bit like they had two families. And I think that from talking to my siblings, I was, I guess, um, the oldest of the younger family, I guess you'd say. And my dad was a little bit maybe softer when I came around. I find myself doing that even now. I find myself a little more lenient, I guess, or a little bit more relaxed as a parent with the younger kids. And I think that's just kind of what happens. But when I was a little girl, my dad was my protector. I guess dads just are that way a lot. But I was really afraid of dogs. And actually, I'm still a little bit afraid of dogs. Okay, more than a little bit. (laughs) I avoid them. But, um, and we even have a dog, so I don't get me started, but I, there was a dog on the corner as I would walk to school and I was really nervous and my dad would just protect me. He'd walk me around the corner. I had my, this is how old I am, but I had a Raggedy Ann lunchbox in one hand and then I would hold his hand with my other hand and he would walk me around the corner. Sometimes he would even bring like a little newspaper to scare off the dog, I think, but uh, rolled up or something. But I just felt so loved and so protected. I often would find him winking at me, and that just made me realize how much he loved me in that little bit of a wink. He, um, He would just, I don't know, he was just always there. If I was scared in the night, he would... I would knock on the door and he would just let me slide in bed with my mom and dad and both of them together and and it was just comforting. I know that he read to me when I was sick and took my mind off of things. He would read scripture to me or read a book to me, but it just was really calming. He grew up in a family that was a little bit different, I guess, for the time. His mom was someone that struggled with mental illness and at that time it wasn't I guess the awareness was not as much as it is today 
And she was hospitalized or institutionalized. And that was, I'm sure, I can't even imagine, but really hard. And he was just a young boy and he had an older brother and they together were a family with their dad. And then, you know, of course their dad, my grandpa, needed a mom for these boys and he married the only grandma I really have known and she had two kids and then they had two kids together and that was their family. I know that my dad actually struggled with some mental illness and he, I, you know, I just don't think that back when he was growing up that it was really, it, it's come a long way and I'm so grateful because there's so much you can do to get help and with, between medicine and counseling and there's so many avenues that can really, really benefit us today if if there's a struggle with that. And I am wishing that maybe he would have been able to had, have had that when he was young. He actually... Uh, went to San Francisco and had some shock therapy treatment. And I can't imagine uh, his dad's worry and his stepmom's worry. And, you know, his his mom that was in a, in a hospital struggling on her own. And in fact, I just recently, I guess in the last few years learned that my older siblings would go to visit her or maybe my grandmother would come to dinner rare like maybe once or twice that my siblings remember and they were told that that his mom my grandmother was just a special friend which of course she was but it was just too complicated to I guess explain at that time I'm really grateful for where we are today and and I'm sure we have a lot more to go. But I I guess if there's anyone out there struggling, please know that there's so much help and there's so much available. And I know that one of my other siblings struggled when they were young and my dad always felt a little bit responsible for that and I felt bad that he felt that way. Anyway, I have so many sweet memories of my dad. We would go on road trips and we had this little mini motor home. I remember when my parents bought this little motor home and it was brand new and they were going, going to rent a motor home to do a travel um, vacation across the States back to back east and they found out it would actually be a little bit cheaper to buy a little motorhome than to rent one so we did and we traveled all over and I have such sweet fond memory memories of that I remember my dad listening to like those old I can't remember what they're called but those not eight track tapes but you'd put him in like a cassette but it really was not a cassette tape anyway he would listen to like choir music and climb every mountain and my sister reminded me or or told me for the first time that he loved 
the Grand Canyon Suite and that he would, you know, play that often. He was a really good singer. He had quite a beautiful voice. I remember sitting on top of an upright piano and someone was playing a song for him to sing at a church event and that is a sweet memory for me. He was a scouter. He was big into Boy Scouts and really did a lot for a lot of young men to achieve their goals in scouting and lots and lots of camping trips and hikes and all of that fun stuff. My brother, my oldest brother, I made a carry bear for him out of my dad's scout shirt. It was, speaking of bears, it was interesting when I went through my mom's closet, my mom and dad's closet, actually they had two little closets and one was my dad's and one was my mom's. And I remember right after my dad died and he died of a bowel obstruction. It was within hours that he died and we were in shock and didn't really know what to even think. I remember being so worried because I had twin little boys at the time that were just about a year and a half old and I couldn't find a sitter to go to leave them with so that I could run to the hospital and be with my family and I just felt this pit in my stomach and this like I felt like my heart was in my stomach if that even makes sense. I was so worried and my sister had called and said, they don't think dad's going to make it. And I was so shocked. And I was like, wait, wait, what? How, how does this happen? I had had a grandparent or two pass away and I just, it was just too young. My, my dad was 64 and that just didn't seem right. Anyway, I remember going to the hospital and just feeling so heavy and sad and my mom was so young and I didn't know what she was going to do and anyway my sweet dad passed away and he he has come back in lots of many different ways for us my second son's middle name is named my dad and my mom even told me that a year after he died she had had a dream or she thought it was a dream but it felt really real that he was there and he was talking to her and was saying how he was fine and he was happy and not to worry about him and when I asked her about it she said he he looked like he was in his 30s. He wasn't in white. He wasn't in a suit or anything. He was just in his casual clothes with a sport shirt and pants. And I thought that was really sweet. And I thought that was really nice that she had that confirmation from him. Another time, I remember her telling me that she was a little frustrated or sad at the table, at the kitchen table. And we had a fluorescent light over our kitchen table and it flickered and she just kind of got a little glimpse of that was, that was my dad just saying it's okay, you know, kind of thing. 
Anyway, back to his closet. We were going through his closet and I remember just fingering through all of his clothes and smelling them and remembering so many times when he'd wear certain clothes. And that's really where it started, where I started with Carrie Bears. I took his shirts and made bears for my siblings and I loved it. I, it was so comforting and so helpful and my one sister was struggling and going through a divorce at the time that I gave these bears and she told me over and over again how much she would she needed her dad and she would sleep with this bear and hold it and feel so much comfort and I was so grateful to know that anyway my dad is missed and I love him and I love thinking about him and I'm grateful that today he would have been 90 and I am sending him lots of love and kisses from here to heaven for him on his 90th birthday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting to know my dad a little bit more. Oh, one more thing I wanted to share with you is that a few years back, we were cleaning out my mom's house, getting ready to have her go into an independent living and not have to worry about the yard and everything. And we found my dad's letter sweater. And it was this scratchy old wool sweater that was my dad. And I made it into a little teddy bear, a carry bear for my mom. And as I gave it to her, she gasped and just remembered. And we both cried together and thought about how we missed him and thought about how this little bear really was him. A little bit scratchy on the outside, but sweet and soft and would do anything for anyone on the inside. Thanks again for listening. And if you or someone you know is grieving and would find something of comfort and having something to hold on to that's tangible and part of their loved one's journey, please visit our website at carriebears.com. My book, Something to Hold On To, is available on my website also. These stories of different people in their grief have helped so many find hope. The book also includes a chapter on the making and delivering of 9-11 carry bears to the FDNY, NYPD, and Port Authority families in New York. This is Carrie Pike, creator of Carrie Bears, wishing you love and laughter, hope and healing.